with a look back over the weekend sport action. This is Full Time on KCLR with Eddie Scully. And you're very welcome to this week's edition of Full Time with myself, Eddie Scally. In a packed show I have for you this evening as well, we'll be catching up with Danny Mullins, the jockey, of course, who won the Royal Bond yesterday at Ferryhouse, the Grade 1 race on the card. Brilliant win for Danny there. We're going to catch up with Jimmy Marr, Munkoyne's hurling manager, who were out in the first round of the Leinster Junior Championship, had a big win over St. Oliver Plunkett's at Westmead. And, of course, Thomastown GEA Club bridging a 36-year gap to win the Kilkenny Senior Football Championship yesterday, and I'm looking forward to speaking to Jim O'Connor on that. But speaking of people from Thomastown doing well over the weekend. I'm delighted to be joined on the line by UCD star Colm Whelan, fresh after their win on the playoffs at the weekend against Waterford United. Colm, thanks a million for taking the call this evening. Well, how are you? I'm, How's it going? I'm very good, and yourself? Oh, I'm very good, yeah. Good man. It was a tight enough affair on, 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 on Fri- Friday night or Saturday night? Friday night? Friday night it was, yeah. I was very tight now. It was, it was a good game. I suppose, kind of looking into the game, Colm, you, you know, you would have expected the momentum to be with UCD. You know, you were a team that was going well in the league, whereas Waterford were struggling. Obviously, the sacking of Mark Bertram, or I don't know what way to even describe that, was he sacked, did he quit? I don't know what happened. But, it, you know, it kind of, everything seemed to fade into your side, if you get me this. You know, I thought all the momentum was going to be with G, but then after five minutes, soccer is a big way of slapping you in the face, you go 1-0 down. Yeah, that's exactly it. We were... Uh but there was a lot going on in Waterford during the week, but we were just trying to concentrate on the game. And uh, the, we we were going in after t- two or three very good wins in playoffs, so uh, it was it was nice. But the conceding after four minutes was certainly a big wake up call for us. And the game itself, Colm, like you, you did dig it out. I know the scoreline in the end keeps it close to two one win. It's it's a tight affair, but I genuinely felt after you conceded that goal. You know, you kind of solidified into it. You got on the ball. You started playing a bit of football, and there was only ever going to be one winner once you got the equaliser. Yeah, that was it. Was like we were, you know, it kicked it kicked us on really. That uh, it woke us up like the conceding. So uh, it was it was it was kind of nearly what we needed in the end. And, and Colm, like. Look, you've you've had a chance, obviously, to celebrate that, and it's something that you, 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 I'm sure you did celebrate, and I'm sure you didn't take it easy on it. You, you, you definitely went out and enjoyed your night, but the attention now has to switch to next season. And you know, with UCD, is 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 that something that's happening already? That they're looking at building towards a good Premier Division campaign, or is it likely that you're going to lose a few of your players? Even I see yourself being linked with a couple of clubs um, and a few of your other players, which is always going to happen with a first division side coming up. And what, what's kind of happening now at the moment? Do you think? Um, I don't know. Really, chance where I say we'll we'll still um, enjoy uh, enjoy the celebrations for another week or so. Anyway, before we start worrying about next year, but uh, like UCD is a club where they're always going to lose players. Like, but. Like we've got quality throughout the squad, and uh, we'll, we'll definitely we'll definitely turn up next year. Like, and for you yourself, everything is going really well for you in in football at the moment. You're having a, a good run with the international side as well. You're you're just loving life, I'd say, Colin. Yeah, definitely. Uh, everything everything's going really well for me, uh, football wise, and uh, I'm enjoying my studies in UCD as well. So uh, overall, it's it's going very well. And League of Ireland soccer, I, I genuinely like as a League of Ireland fan all my life. Uh, Athlone Town, unfortunately, would be my team of choice, uh, which puts me through the mincer on a regular basis. But I got a great kick yesterday out of seeing uh, Robbie Benson scoring the winning goal in the cup final. But more so, 
the attendance in the Aviva Stadium for the showpiece of the League of Ireland, like over 40,000 people turning up for a League of Ireland match, it's just unbelievable. Yeah, no, it definitely, definitely is. I, I was actually had myself and uh, uh, the atmosphere created by both teams was was unreal. Like it was, it was really good to see. Like, and for for yourself, Colm, like, like it's it's very hard for us watching it on TV. You now I know you could see all the smoke, the fireworks, the bangers, the the noise and atmosphere. But as a player yourself, you're sitting there looking at that, and you must be chomping at the bit to get your turn to play in front of an audience like that in the cup final. Oh, definitely. Like you're, you're looking out and you're seeing. Well, I think it was around forty thousand play, players there, and they're like lads that were playing out there were, were teammates of mine on with Ireland. Like, so it's kind of like you're nearly looking out there, going, "Geez, I wouldn't mind. You wouldn't mind playing on an occasion like that." Like, and yourself, obviously, this is you know you said you're going to enjoy the the the, the next week or so of celebrating and uh, and stuff like that, and obviously pitch down to studying for the for the remainder of the year in UCD oh, and exactly, yeah. um, get it all right on that but there is, there is big links with you and uh, I, I believe Damien Duff is one of the people that's been been uh, looking at you there is that something that would excite you to maybe get a chance to, to work under the Duffer in time? Um, yeah I'm not, I'm not sure really uh, of course he's a manager for sure don't know, don't know what the story is really No 100% and the last thing I'll ask you about Colm another Thomastown person that's doing extremely well on, on, on the international stage of course is Ellen Malloy are you getting a chance to watch much of the exploits of the the, the ladies team? Um, yeah to be fair actually I did watch um, I watched the cup final there where Ellen was playing because it was, it was interesting to see how she'd go and fair to her she turned up and uh Command the match, so it's a fair play to her. Yeah, no, it is. It is. It is great to see uh, so many people in Thomastown doing so well. And of course, there's another Kilkenny man in there in the UCD squad, which as well I'd be shot for not pointing it out. But Dara Keane, obviously, I think Dara was on the score sheet as well at the weekend. He was Dara. Dara, Dara was unreal. Uh, there the on Friday night, he was probably man the match. To be fair, got a goal and an assist, like so. And he's he's my roommate as well, so. Uh, He's a good lad. He tees you up for your own goal. Uh, I'd say, i seen your free kick the week before, which was a bit of a banger. <laughs> this weekend's goal was a lot easier. Oh, yeah. Friday night's goal for me is probably my uh, easiest of the season, I'd say. Probably your favourite, though, as well. Uh, probably, yeah, probably. <laughs> well, Colm, from, from everybody in KCLR, I just want to say congratulations and, and well done to you and Dara and all the lads at UCD. Enjoy the next week of celebrating and get straight down to them studies and, and get that, all that work done and we'll see where next season takes you. Exactly. Thanks very much. That's brilliant. That is, of course, Colin Whelan there of UCD, Thomastown United, former Thomastown United player. And, of course, as Th- Colin would point out, Derek Keane there as well from Evergreen was part of that UCD side as well at the weekend, scored and set up Colin's goal. So congratulations to the two boys and everybody in UCD who are now going to be playing Premier Division soccer next year. And, of course, commiserations to Waterford United in losing that game. We're going to take a quick ad break there. And when we come back, we're going to switch our attention to horse racing. Full time on KCLOR. With thanks to the full range of Volkswagen vehicles at Lahartz, the home of Volkswagen in Kilkenny, LahartzVolkswagen.ie. And you're very welcome back to Full Time on KCLR myself, Eddie Scally. As promised before the break, I said we'd be switching our attention to horse racing and that is exactly what we're going to do and I'm delighted to be joined on the line by Grade 1 winning jockey from yesterday, Danny Mullins. Danny, congratulations on a great win yesterday. 
Thanks, yeah, it was a great day, you know, it's so great to be a part of those big days and have crowds back in that, uh, it's fantastic as well. There seems to be a massive buzz up there, um, Danny, I didn't travel up myself, I was watching the racing on TV, but they, they, I don't know, maybe it's because it's been so long since we've seen crowds, but it just seemed to be swinging up there yesterday. Uh, definitely, you know, uh, yesterday there, there's a lot of people there and it's a great atmosphere, even you're, as a jockey, you're walking out into the parade ring, you have a lot of people around watching a buzz, and you're coming in after riding big winners, seeing so many people there, the reception Honeysuckle got was fantastic, and, you know, she's done so much of her racing without that, so to really see racing fans uh, come and appreciate her is something special. Yeah, before we get on to your own uh, winner yesterday, because I actually thought it was a brilliant ride, and I want to actually talk to you in a bit of depth about that, but Honeysuckle and Rachel Blackmore, you know, they were the star attraction yesterday. Honeysuckle was the star attraction going for 13, uh, 13 win in a row. Like, for a sport, Danny, what does it mean to have stars like that? I know your, your, your granddad had Dawn Run, obviously, but is this the type of category we're getting into now? You'd, you'd like to think it is, you know. She's just unbelievable what she can do. That performance yesterday, you know, the the gallop, the the race was was run at a strong gallop. You know, the seven furlongs out, her seven Ronald pump picked it up and went on again. And to see a proper Grade One field strung out like that, she's just pure class and just raw ability. You know, she's. It's interesting. I've seen my father always says they're not as good as Don Run, and he even tweeted last night. Well, maybe she's entering that kind of territory now, but that's nothing lightly said from him. Uh, you can see that, I'd say. And th- th- just just in the race itself, you write riding Stormy Ireland in that race, and Stormy Ireland's a horse that likes to bowl along in front and and really try and put them all to the pin of their collar and see it's catch me if you can type of a horse. But like Honeysuckle, the, the strength and depth of that race, Danny. Like when you come in with two furlongs to go or a furlong to go, it just looked like you know honeysuckle was just swinging. Like, is that just pure class? Is that just that's how much better she is than everybody else at that level? Yeah, you know that's that's just raw ability. You know she she is she's just pure class, as you say. I don't know. I'm not a big soccer fan or that, but I don't know who what you'd you'd put it maybe to Tiger Woods in his heyday in golf or something like that. She she's just so far ahead. <laughs> And for a jockey riding a horse like that, like I'm sure that comes with its own major amount of pressure for Rachel as well, does it? It does, you know. But Rachel is, is top class as well. They're, you know, they're a match made in heaven. Uh, she's kept it very simple on her most days. She she rides. Uh, she'd line her up handy, a little bit wide for a bit of light. Uh, Yesterday, you've seen uh, Patrick Mullins. Uh, he was wise to that. Salieri lined up on her outside. Um, it didn't really upset Honeysuckle at all. And she just went on and probably won't even further again yesterday. It's just uh, she's going from strength to strength. And she's only seven years old. So there's probably a lot of mileage left in her yet. And, like... I'm asking you to look into that crystal ball here, Danny. <laughs> but I don't know what it is with Irish people and her fascination with chasing. Obviously, Honeysuckle's going to be campaigned over hurdles this year. But is that, like, is she a big enough scopey type of mare that you could say, listen, you know, let's throw her over a fence? Is that something that could happen in the future? Do you think this is going to stay over hurdles? She has the ability to do it. She's won a point to point. There's no reason you couldn't do it. But if I owned her or trained her or had anything to do with her, I'd would think it's the most foolish decision they could ever make. Uh, 
you know, you keep going for the races, you can win. It's not as if she's winning handicap hurdles on a Thursday. She's winning in Cheltenham, she's winning Dublin Festival, Punchestown, any of the top festivals, she's going to win a championship race. So why change that? Keep going with what you're good at. Now, speaking of what you're good at, statuaire, um probably a little bit under the radar, I, I'll be honest. Like, I've seen the horse win in Wexford. I know it won in Downpatrick before that. Um Going into the Royal Bond, a 12 to 1 shot for Willie Mullins looked like the first string for the yard as well, so it was quite a big price. Watching the race, my mate Mozzie seemed to be the, the punter's choice, but from about three furlongs out, Danny, you know, I was drawn to you in the picture and I was kind of saying, is, is he going to get the gap that he wants there? You seemed like you were going in there to get boxed in on the rail, and it was a kind of, from where I was sitting I was sitting in a different position than you now it looked like it was kind of a sit and suffer but then when you popped the last hurdle I don't know where you found the, the gears but you just flew home yeah you know from it was it was a strongly run race but somewhat of a stop start gallop uh, things got a little bit rough at the back of the third last and for a mare is not very big she was very brave to get in there and just hold her own uh, when things got tight and from the home turn, I, I was, I was quite happy with where, how I was traveling, where I was. I, I knew that the front three had got racing quite a bit out. It's a long straight in Fairy House with a, a long climb to the finish. Uh, you, you really got to have the fractions right if you're going to lead all the way down there. And maybe a bit away from the back at, back at a second last, I was caught flat footed, but I met last hurdle on a great stride I was actually following Dara down to it on my mate Mozzie and he just got under it which uh, just knocked his momentum a little bit but that said you know the jump put me in the position but was raw ability that kept her going to get her head in front on the line you know uh, she's a quite a decent mare. Jumping is one of her stronger assets, but she has ability as well. She she's she was good now to to battle all the way to the line. And did you know crossing the line, Danny? Like I know it's it's easy. It's a photo finish and it's a short head. Like did you know you were did you know you were up or were you kind of thinking, damn it, or what what what's going through your head in that split second? I was happy enough when I hit the line that I was up, but I just kept telling myself no that uh, I might not be there I three seconds up there on Saturday I sat down Saturday night and I watched all the races and I was quite happy there was nothing I could have done uh, everything went to plan for those three races and I just said just keep uh, keep doing what I'm doing and I'll get there and you know to to land the, the grade one on Sunday uh I'm happy with that, you know, I got the head down when it mattered. Yeah, no, it's important. I think that's the first grade one hurdle of the year. I didn't realise that. It's, 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 it's in fact the first grade one of the year. So you're off to a good start. You were, you were one out of one in grade one hurdles on Honeysuckle one, uh, the second grade one hurdle. Just on, on the rest of the card on the day, Danny, uh, Beacon Edge and Noel Meads picked up another, um, grade one chase there as well. Looked quite impressive as well. Another horse that flew home after the last. Yeah, he was quite good. Uh, he'd only one run over fences in Down Royal earlier in the year, and he got beat. So he's gone in there a maiden, but Noel Mead uh, held him in high regard. He, he was a very good hurdler. I think he was third or fourth in the stairs hurdle in Cheltenham last year. He would have been a 150 rated hurdler, so he was entitled to to go and do that. And, you know, for Dennis O'Regan to, to get another grade one winner 
he's ridden some massive winners through his career and he was uh, chuffed now to, to be back on the grade one stage as well yesterday no, it's, it's, it's brilliant to see it and it's great to see three grade ones yesterday and three separate jockeys winning at three different yards and it's, it's, it's lovely to see that spread. The only other race, if, if you don't mind before I let you go, the fighting fifth was obviously on at the weekend as well. Uh, Epitant and not so sleepy in a, in a, in a, a dead heat, I should say. Pinky Burke on not so sleepy. I don't know if you got to see that race yourself. Yeah, it was a good battle to the finish. I, I actually thought looking at it live that Epitant had got up but I was delighted uh, for Johnny Burke uh, he, he would have spent a good bit of time with us here, he's from Cork and he would have lived with Paul Townend and we'd be friendly enough from his time in Ireland so I was delighted for him but you know looking at Not So Sleepy and Epitant uh, you'd have to think Honeysuckle has the measure of those so it's uh, Irish eyes are smiling as we lead towards Christmas before Cheltenham yeah, no, definitely. It was the first thought that came into my head was Honeysuckle, they wouldn't have been sighted, I'd say, if, if Honeysuckle was in that field. Danny, the rain is definitely coming this week. I, I see it started to rain in Goran today. It's the last rain tomorrow. Sets it up nicely for the weekend. Do you know where you'll be this weekend? Will you be in Cork or will you be in Punchestown on Sunday? I'm not sure. Uh, we're, <laughs> we're talking about looking into a crystal ball. That's Willie Mullins' <laughs> mind. Uh, so I, I, I'm quite happy, you know, I was on a 12 to 1 shot from the other day and it landed me a grade 1 winner so I'll, I'll be happy to, to see where I land and hopefully with the rain coming he's going to start producing a lot more of the bigger guns as, as the winter gets into it and uh, hopefully it's exciting times ahead Fingers crossed and Danny once again congratulations yesterday and I hopefully look forward to interviewing you loads of times during the season as you pick up many more great pots uh, yourself during the season Thanks a million Eddie that's brilliant. That is, of course, Danny Mullins, who won yesterday's Royal Bond in Ferryhouse on Statuaire, a 12 to 1 for Willie Mullins. If you didn't get to see that race yesterday, bring it up on your phones, have a look at it. Danny was just absolutely superb as he is, and a, an absolute gentleman, and it's, and it's brilliant to hear him speaking so highly of Honeysuckle as well, and Rachel Blackmore. Uh, of course, they were the stars of the show yesterday at Ferryhouse. We're going to take a quick ad break there, and we'll be switching to GAA when we come back. Full time on KCLOR, with thanks to the full range of Skoda vehicles at La Hartz, the home of Skoda in Kilkenny, lahartzskoda.ie. And you're very welcome back to Full Time on KCLR. Myself, Eddie Scally. Well, it was 1985, the last time that Thomastown tasted success in the senior football ranks, winning the senior football championship. And that was, of course, until yesterday when the drive to five from Mullinavat was brought to a shuddering halt by Thomastown, winning the game on a scoreline of two goals and six points to one goal and five. And I'm delighted to be joined on the line by Thomastown manager Jim O'Connor. Jim, you must be absolutely thrilled. Actually, we were kind of expecting that win. Like, the men that we have, have been, they've been uh, hanging around the edges there for a good few years now, and uh, they wanted to reward themselves with a, with a victory, do justice for their hard work in hurling. Uh, no, it, 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 it was a big win, Jim. I, 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 I don't know if you're if you're serious or if you're joking. I think I think most people would have had Mulnavada serious favourites going into that game yesterday. Well, one of my co-managers here, Mark Coon, he had two hundred or uh, two hundred and five to one. On, on, on uh, Thomastown and we enjoyed that last night because Mark put the put money on the counter afterwards. No, we are dead right there. We were we would have been we would have been serious un, underdogs and the great respect for the Mullinavac has because it's some great footballers like Michael Malone and John Malone and then you you had a couple of guys injured there. John Welch, uh, he's in with the Kenny Hurling panel at the moment was injured. But Mullinavac have great tradition in football. They're one of the clubs like like Railyard. They're respected. But I suppose the day we won it was actually the day we played Railyard. Uh, we were up there. We had. Um, 
we had 14 uh, lads uh, in the second half uh, and they had a total of 32 but the lads just dug deep and that's where we won it actually to be honest with you and, and in fairness to the lads like you know I was unlucky enough we played you last year in the intermediate semi-final I was involved with blacks and whites um, we had you beaten and we I don't know what happened but you just never gave up and you took us the extra time and destroyed us uh, unfortunately and we're still intermediate and you're the senior champions but what I did find in that game was they're a resilient bunch like these lads are well able to play football but they never say die they just fight to the end well, no, 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 that, thank you for that. that. That's a compliment, yeah. No, I'd be very familiar with the black and white lads, yeah, because Pat Dolan actually rang me today to, to say well done. And you were just saying how fickle it was because we only barely bet black and white your, your own club there to win the intermediate championship. And then all of a sudden, with a couple of tough victories, and we end up as, uh, as county champions. So, yeah, you're dead on there. The boys dig deep when, it's, when they're called for. And our ambition is to, 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 to channel that, that hunger and, 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 and that. That enthusiasm that they have for football to channel that into Northern and because uh, Henry gave us a great old base, we have the fitness, we have the energy to go on forward. And next weekend, like I don't know if it's something that you, you you think strongly about, Jim. I know sometimes you know teams target to try and win their own championships. The Leinster Championship isn't as important. I seen Trim uh, Trim beat the Loud Intermediate Champions yesterday, beat them quite comfortably as well. That's who you face next week. That'll be a massive test, I'd say. Yeah, we just think about Ballina Blackie, the meat team that, that 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 we faced the last ten round. Uh, they, they won the Leinster Championship afterwards, and we were ahead at half time there. So no, we we'll, we we'll, we we'll give it a good shot. We we'll give it a good we we'll give it a good run the next day. No, well that's brilliant, Jim. Thanks a million for taking my call this evening. Congratulations to yourself, Mark, everybody involved in Thomastown, Tucker, Rory as well with a goal yesterday. I'm delighted for him too, and just the whole lot of you. I hope you you really enjoy it, and, and the very best of luck to you next weekend against the the trim side from Mead. You're a gentleman. Thanks you. Thank you very, very much for your coverage. Thanks. That's brilliant. That is, of course, Jim O'Connor, manager of Thomastown, who did bridge a 36-year gap to win the senior football title. And as Jim said, Mark Coon knew he had them at five to one. Fair juice to Mark Coon. He's a shrewd boy. But uh, well done to Thomastown. It's 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 a super win after what's been a really tough year for Thomastown. There, as he said, they got a great fitness base in with with Henry and the hurlers and everything else, and worked out lovely. And it's it's nice for him to have that senior football title to celebrate. After the break, we're going to be switching our attention to Hurling and I'll be joined by Jimmy Marr from Munkoin who got off to a brilliant start at the weekend in the Leinster Junior Championship. Full time on KCLOR with thanks to the full range of Volkswagen commercial vehicles at Lahards, the home of Volkswagen in Kilkenny, Volkswagen.ie. And you're very welcome back to Full Time on KCLR myself, Eddie Scally. Joining me on the line now is, of course, Jimmy Marr of Munkoin, who had a big win at the weekend against St. Oliver Plunkett's in the first round of the Leinster Junior Championships. Uh, Jimmy, uh, well done at the weekend. Eddie, how's it going? Thanks very much. Uh, yeah, great win. We were both in St. Oliver Plunkett's, so uh, good tough uh, match, to be honest. It was... Uh, be tougher than the scoreline might suggest, but uh, just late to get over the line, you know. And just for yourselves, uh, Jimmy, like it's it it seems to me like this Munkoin team just seems to be getting stronger with every game. I know in the semi final, you know, you give um, Sleeve Rue a little bit of a trimming, um, but I think aside from that, if you know what I mean, take that game aside. I think this Munkoin team seems to have improved with every round that you've played. Would you agree with that? Yeah, sorry about that there, Eddie. Nice. Um, yeah, look, look, listen, We, I, I suppose we played, as I said, eight eight games during 11 weeks. Um, started off with Balaragan in the first round. And look, you never really know where you are going into the championship. Uh, I suppose you, you're just hoping that that three-league championship game sets you up for a, 
a proper crack at the the knockout championship and like we could have been very we were very lucky Eddie against Galway that day and uh, played blacks and whites yourselves in a in a, in a cracking game in 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 uh, Valley Hale and. Delighted just to get over those two games. And getting to Nolan Park then, I suppose, the, the, the one thing about our lads is the bit of space in Nolan Park suits them. And, um, you know, it was, uh, we had a good win over Sleeve Roo, as you said. And, and then into the final, look, Tuller Ross Birkin, they're a, a real tough, hard-working side. They're good hurlers. And uh, we knew what we'd be getting that day. And after 15 minutes, you, you'd be wondering what was going on at all. But you know, like, the boys just really... Turned it around themselves. They were super on the day, and uh, yeah, look, I suppose we, we've been improving tr- steadily throughout the year, and uh, we're just delighted to to win to Kenny now and, and had the opportunity to represent the Kenny in Leinster, you know. And then the scores that you're getting, Jimmy. To be fair, like like I know how how good Junior Harlan is in Kilkenny. Anyone that's involved in Junior Harlan knows how good Junior Harlan is in Kilkenny. The scores that your team is throwing up, with the exception of the day you play blacks and whites, who defensively gave a masterclass against you, I'd like to just say. But with the exception of the blacks and whites games, you've been throwing up massive scores. Yeah, look, I suppose we we have a good set of forwards, and uh, um, first and foremost, I suppose they, they all work exceptionally hard, and and they're a real honest good group of players. But we'd have a good set of forwards that uh, you know if they if they get a bit of space or they're able to create a bit of space, they they, they can get the ball in their hand. They have, they can create those opportunities to score. But most fundamentally, you you say we're we're putting up good scores. We've also very solid at the back, like, and and I think that's. We've a half forward line who come back around the half back line and, and work extremely hard, and I think that closes down the space on one side, Eddie, and it, it really opens it up then and the other end, which which probably suits us, you know. And up next, like Oliver Plunkett's, as you said, the scoreline, uh, you know, probably doesn't do the game justice. Three twenty three to one fourteen. The, the next round of the championship now, which which team are you going to be facing in that? Uh, we play Tower Rocks at Wexford or Clonagale on tonight. So they play on Saturday um, up in Dublin. And then we play the winners of that game in Leinster semi-final. It's uh, it's an away fixture again. So it is on in Wexford or, or Dublin. Um, so, yeah, that's on the 11th of December. So we'll, we, we'll prepare for that one, you know. And Tower Rocks is a team I'd be familiar with myself as well. Um, they'd, they'd be a good, strong, honest team. Uh, one of my own players actually was a selector with them last year. But... Th- Jimmy, the the problem with it, and it's not a problem, it, it is, it's the same every year, but like, right now as you face into this time of the year, and, and this is just genuine as a, as, a, as, a, as a normal club, the pitches are going to start slowing down hugely because the weather's going to start deteriorating, and, and, and training as well, you know, at this time of the year, is, it must make it a very difficult task for you. Well, we, we only train once a week, if I'm, if I'm being honest with you. We train the Wednesday night, and, and we've done that probably since we've started in, 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 uh, in September there. Um, because you're playing um, so frequently in Kilkenny and, uh, and then outside of Kilkenny, as you said, we're in Leinster Club Championship now. Ten of our team that played last Saturday are under 21. They're playing under 21 Championship in Kilkenny this, uh, next Sunday against James Stevens. So it's just about managing the players and keeping them fresh, keeping the mind fresh as well as the body and just making sure that we get them all to the start line when we're playing those matches, you know. And tactically, do you have to change for the heavier pitches? Like if you think back to, say, when you would have played earlier in the championship, bullet fast fields, I know you've got really quick forwards in there. You like to get them low balls into the corners, that, that type of movement. It becomes a little bit more difficult. I mean, I remember Goran getting beaten in a Leinster semi-final, I think it was about, 15, 20 years ago in O'More Park in Leash and every player that I've ever spoken to since tells me it was the pitch that killed them more than anything. Well, I'll tell you, the, 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 I suppose the, the thing that stands out to me this time of year, and I remember my own club when we 
went to a we won the intermediate in 2009 went to a Leinster Club Championship played Mount Leinster Rangers in uh, in uh, conditions that you're talking about there just absolutely uh, shocking weather on the day down in down in Dr. Cullen Park in Carlow um, wind and rain uh, pitch extremely heavy and it just came down to absolute pure hard work um, nothing else so nothing fancy on the day just uh Having the mindset right, really, to, to be willing to, to work hard, to chase, to hook, to block, all that kind of stuff. Really. More, that's more important than, than probably anything now going forward. You know, it's, 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 as you said, the pitches will get heavy, the, the weather will turn, and uh, it's, just, it's just really important to make sure the boys are fresh, the boys are ready. And uh, Look, I know they're looking forward to two weeks' time against Tara Rock, they're trying to get on tonight, and look, whatever presents itself that day, we can't control the weather, we can't control... Um, you know, the pitches, wherever we play, the one thing we can control is ourselves. And if we get everyone there to the start line, as I said, I think we'll, uh, we, we, we'll be a match for anyone, you know. And I suppose the, the, the last thing I'll ask you, and we'll switch away from, from, from Mooncoin on it, you, you kind of touched on Mount Leinster Rangers, of course. This Saturday coming, Mount Leinster Rangers will be facing into Ballyhale Shamrocks in the Leinster Senior Hurling Championship. I know you'd have a passing interest in both sides. How do you see that game going, Jimmy? Um, I tell you, Eddie, that, that'll be a close enough match. Well, Leinster Rangers have been very good the last couple of years. I know Conor Feeling is, is involved with them, and uh, they've um, they, they they will really have prepared superbly well, and no doubt, I know Conor well. They'll be prepared really well for this match uh, next weekend. Bally Hale, look, typical Bally Hale. They they went through at the Kenny Cup Championship. Um, you know, uh, they were exceptionally good some days. And uh, then other days, they, you know, they were, they were uh, against the likes of Bally Callan. They were, I think, only won it by three points in the end. But the Bally Hale or Bally Hale, they'll, they'll get it right for next weekend. I think they'll probably have enough to get over the line again, Monster and Leinster Rangers. But they'll be, be very little in that you come to this time of year, um, you know, you're playing in these conditions and, and there's only a puck of a ball in it. So it should be a good competitive match, you know. And Mount Leinster Rangers switching the fixture, Jimmy. If you were over Mount Leinster Rangers. They, 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 they conceded and moved the fixture to next Saturday there to, uh, accommodate Ballyhale Shamrocks. Very, very sporting of Mountain Lance Rangers, I must say, and it's, it, I hold them in a lot of admiration, but I was stunned when I heard that they did it. <laughs> well, look, I, I, I tell you, I must admit, like, um, to be fair to any club to do that, uh, you'd have to take your hat off to, to Mountain Lance Rangers to be so accommodating to the Ballyhale players and to, TJ and his family and Eve to have, have a day and enjoy it with family and friends uh, from all into Rangers so that was, uh, was you know it was a serious uh, absolutely serious thing to do for them and I uh, hope to God that uh, next weekend we see a, a cracking match you know Yeah no fingers crossed and I'm sure that match will be covered live on KCNR but Jimmy just to finish it up the very very best of luck to yourself and the lads out in Munkine. I really really do hope you can go all the way this year in Leinster and even with a bit of luck maybe next next season winning All-Ireland with that side in March but you're going the right direction anyway and just keep it going and the best of luck from us all here at KCLR. Thanks for having me on take care mind yourself. That's brilliant that is of course Jimmy Marr the manager of Munkine there the junior hurling champions in Kilkenny they had a big big win against St Oliver Plunkett's at Westmead at the weekend on a scoreline of 3 goals and 23 points to 1 goal and 14 points and as Jimmy points out they'll be playing either the Dublin junior champions or Tara Rocks who are the Wexford junior champions in the next round which will be probably Saturday or Sunday in two weeks we're going to take a quick ad break right there we're into the last 3 or 4 minutes of the show and I'm delighted that my psychic here in the studio Owen Carey is in fact a Manchester United fan and me being of course a massive Legion United fan I have absolutely no time for Manchester United whatsoever <laughs> but what we will do is last week I'd never heard of Ralph Ragnick 
this week I'm being told he's the greatest football manager in the history of football even though he's never won anything but apparently he's the messiah arriving in Manchester own oh, convince me well he's come from locomotive Moscow hasn't he um, I, 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 I'm still trying to pronounce the name Rafe, uh, Rafe Ragnick am I right well, I'm going to go with Ralph Ragnick um, yeah well Ra- Rafe Fines Ralph Fines um, this is an interesting move being a United fan is um, well it's, it's torture at the moment uh, I'm not going to lie <laughs> Every Saturday, every Sunday, you're you're expecting you have a certain expectation, and it just uh, they spend most of their time apologising after. I wish they'd stop doing that. You know, just, you're going to play, you're going to play, and yeah, but on, they've they've appointed this guy, and everywhere you look on social media today, I've seen a, a picture of this guy with like two puppets, and it was the Chelsea manager and Klopp on the other side, and it was like he was the puppet master and he was the teacher and he taught these guys all to know. If he's that good of a manager, why have Manchester United given him a six-month contract? In other words, you're going to manage the team because we've sacked Ole, who's clearly not up to it. You're going to manage the team for six months, and then in that six months, we're going to get a new manager in. I, I just think it's gone to desperation stakes, to be honest. Um, the, 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 you know, Solskjaer, w- one of my heroes, not quite, not quite, uh, uh, doing it with the team, but, but who, who has, who has really? Um, I, I'll wait and see. I'm, I'm hoping that this guy, wherever he's come out of, uh, can do something special. I, I, I don't know why they've given him a six month contract though. I, I, I mean, it, it's literally been one thing after another. We hear Carrick is going to take the team then for a little while and this guy's just come out of nowhere. Um, I, I, I really don't know. Uh, wait and see. Wait and see. I, I'm, I'm going to reserve judgment until, until I see him in charge of his first game. Because yeah, well, I, 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 up until today and up until the last couple of days, I had no idea who this guy was. Exactly. And I think any Man United man telling the truth would also say they didn't know who he was. Owen, thanks a million for having that quick chat about Ralph Raganick. That's all we've got time for on tonight's full time. Thanks very much to Danny Mullins, of course, and congratulations again to him on his grade one win at the weekend. Colin Whelan from UCD and of course Jimmy Marr who was talking to us from OneCoin and Jim O'Connor who managed Thomas down to Senior Football Championship. That's all I've got time for. I look forward to speaking to you all again next Monday night. Full time on KCLOR with thanks to the full range of Volkswagen vehicles at La Hartz, the home of Volkswagen in Kilkenny. Hearts Volkswagen.ie